Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. I chose the title for the podcast, Wrestling and Dreaming, because I wanted to wrestle with difficult issues, with difficult texts from Jewish tradition, with difficult ideas, with presenting alternative understandings at times of the stories of our tradition. Hopefully, these ideas challenge and and encourage you to continue to wrestle with the important stories and traditions of our people. But the dreaming part is important too, because I try always to speak with hope and to address what I think is the fundamental principle within Judaism, that this world can in fact be a place of perfection. The world can be repaired, if not in our generation, then certainly we can take steps, small steps, larger steps, that we can that can ensure that the movement towards a perfection and a repair of the world continues and that it will be fulfilled one day in a generation to come. This idea is expressed through many of the commentaries on this week's Torah portion. This week we read the conclusion of the story of the building of the Mishkan, the portable tabernacle, the portable sanctuary, through the wilderness. And in that story, as we conclude it, there are echoes of another story from the Torah. Listen to a verse from Parshat Pekudeh that we read this week as Moses concludes the building of the tabernacle and addresses the people by giving an inventory of what was in the tabernacle. I'm reading from chapter 39 of Exodus, verse 43. Vayar Moshe et kol ha-melacha asu ata kasher adonai. And Moses saw all of the work that had been done as God had commanded. And Moses blessed the people. Listen to the words again. Vayar Moshe et kol ha-melacha Moses saw all the work that had been done, all the creative work that had been performed, and behold, it was done properly. There is an echo in that verse of the story of creation in the book of Genesis, where we read, that God saw all that God had created, and behold, it was very good. There is a similarity of the language which has to be purposeful. In addition, several times during the story of the completion of the work, we read the words Vayichal, Vayichal Moshe, Moses concluded the work, and that brings to mind the words Vayichulu, Hashemayim Haaretz, that, the, that, that the, the work of creating the heavens and the earth were completed. So there are places in language where the story of the language of the story of the building of the tabernacle, the completion of the building, reflects the story of the completion of creation. And in fact, many commentators have compared, have, have, have taken that even a step further. And I think this is completely appropriate and completely on target. The idea that the tabernacle itself, with its symmetry, with its completeness, with its beauty, was intended to be, in essence, a microcosm of the entire universe, of the entire universe which God had created, 
a universe of symmetry, a university of a universe of completeness, a universe of of, of beauty that people were putting together a tabernacle which would reflect the world and the universe in which we live. There's a difference though, a difference between the two. In this particular case, the people's job is complete. They brought the materials necessary for the building, the building was completed, and the project is over. The people's responsibility, yes, they have to maintain it to a degree, but in general, the major issue that they were needed for, the people were needed for, was to in fact provide the materials for the building of the tabernacle. And then their job is complete. But in the case of creation, it's the opposite. The materials of creation come from God, and then the world is handed over to us to maintain. So therefore, the perfection of the tabernacle might mirror the perfection of the universe. But in order to keep the perfection of the universe, the balance of the universe, the beauty of the universe, much of that responsibility falls on human beings. And so Jewish tradition calls upon us always, always, to think about tikkun olam, the perfection of the world, the repair of the world, seeing the world as a broken sanctuary which needs to be repaired. This has been such a difficult time and continues to be such a difficult time in our world, such a scary time in our world. We fear for the people of Ukraine. We support them in their efforts to stand firm against this horrible invasion, this horrible uh, actions by Russia to take away the self-determination, this democracy, this freedom which the Ukrainian people have built. And we need to stand with them. And we can't hide our eyes in some hope for perfection of the world. We can't hide our eyes from our responsibilities and from recognizing the sadness, the, the, the danger, the turmoil that is taking place. And we need to take steps to help them we need to support the people of Ukraine in their battle to save their nation. So it may not be the time to focus on dreams of idealism, of repairing the world, but the reality is that by supporting these people, by helping, by standing with them as a nation, as nations in, in support of democracy and as individuals, we are taking those steps that are necessary to help repair the world. It won't be easy. It never is. And the idea that, uh, that some idealistic hope that the world can be made perfect seems further away this week than it did last week or last month. The reality is that we need to continue to hope. We cannot give up on this vision that our world can be made that perfect sanctuary that God created it to be and that we as human beings can help to regain through our actions of repairing the world. So our prayers, our thoughts, and even more importantly, whatever material goods that we as a nation and other nations can give to support the people of Ukraine, well, we need to do that and we need to keep our eyes open to the dangers that exist in our world, 
at the same time, we can't lose that hope. We have to wrestle with this terrible problem, this terrible crisis, and continue to dream of better times. With hopes for the people of Ukraine, with hopes for the people, democracy-loving people throughout the entire world, we pray that this week will bring a sense of a regaining of the balance, the symmetry, and the beauty in their lives and in the lives of the entire world. Until next time, thank you.